Hi, my name is Stephen Murray, and this is The Knoll, an online gathering place for Oakland Lutheran Church and a place to share our community's stories. I was quite excited to sit down and record this story with Janelle Weiser. It's an incredible journey of faith, but what I missed about my first reading, I think, was the real message that Janelle is trying to share with us. The phrase, God was there, appears several times throughout the story, and Like in the story, it's easy to get caught up in what's happening, what's going on, and the task at hand. We forget that God is working in the background and is always present. As I look back on my faith throughout my life, I realize my faith has been somewhat of a roller coaster. My faith has always been there, but some of my life's experiences made it very hard to find at certain times and had me question if God was still there. I grew up in a small town in central Minnesota on a small dairy farm. My childhood consisted of doing chores and countless hours exploring outside when the chores were finished. I was the youngest of seven children. We worked hard together and got a lot done. We went to church every Sunday and prayed every day. So religion was a big part of my life, and being a child, I didn't really think about my faith. I just trusted and believed as a child does. Then one day when I was six years old, things changed. I awoke that day to the lights of an ambulance. I don't remember much after that, just that my mom was dead. She had committed suicide. Sadness, loneliness, anger, and fear had descended upon my family, and we did not know how to deal with it. It is times like these when you depend upon family, neighbors, friends, and the church to help you through it. And yes, people came to help. They brought us food, they helped with chores, they did as much as they knew how. No one sat down and talked to me about this, but something I picked up from people talking was that my mother committed a sin, and because of that, she may not go to heaven. So instead of getting support, love, and guidance from our church and community, we were left with shame, guilt, and fear. It also did not allow us to mourn my mother's death or celebrate her life. As a child, I felt so many emotions surrounding me, and I was scared. I remember thinking that I didn't believe my mother was not going to get into heaven. I didn't believe that God was going to punish my mother. But I was just a kid. The adults and the people leading the church are supposed to have more answers. I didn't feel like I could talk to anyone because everyone was so sad and angry, and I didn't want to cause more sadness for everyone. So as time went on, I didn't talk. I just put on a smile and tried to do what I was supposed to do. Follow the rules, be good so as to not cause any more sadness. I put myself in an emotional island with no one to share my feelings with. I was surrounded by people, but felt so lonely and scared. As time went on, we as a family were there for each other, but we all tended to bury our feelings and just move on. We kept ourselves busy with school, busy with work, and just busy with life. I learned how to keep my mind busy, fortunately, kept it busy through school, focusing on studying and learning. But as time went on, those feelings never went away. I continued during my childhood and into adulthood attending church every Sunday, but there was always seemed to be a void, something I wasn't getting, a message I was missing or forgetting about. I kept leaving feeling sad and lonely. It took long into adulthood before I really finally started talking about and mourning my mother's death. And when I started to do that, my mind started to clear and heal. Back in 2018, during Lent, the pastors at Oak Knoll asked the congregation for a favorite Bible stories. I have to be quite honest, I wasn't sure which one to choose. I couldn't really remember any specific story. My mind was so clouded by so many negative emotions growing up, I just couldn't remember, but I felt compelled to find one. 
As I was looking through the Bible, the story of Jesus blesses the little children just kind of popped out at me, and I remembered hearing it when I was young and feeling comforted by it. Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Mark ten thirteen through 16 As I took the time to think about it more, I realized how much the story and God had guided me in my faith through my life without me being conscious of it. Yes, I felt so lonely and sad throughout my life, but God was there guiding me. When I let my mind be still enough to see clearly, like the mind of a child, I could see all the ways God was there working through the people and things on this earth. God was right there after my mother's death, letting me know that she was okay and that we shouldn't have to worry about how she died, even though most others did not feel the same way. There, reaching out to me during the funeral through a shadow. In the corner of the church, there was a statue of Jesus with his arms outstretched, and there was a candle in front of the statue, casting a shadow on the wall. I remember just staring at the shadow the whole time and feeling comforted by it. No wonder the story of Jesus blesses the little children struck me. It seems as though Jesus was hugging me that day. I also remember one particular woman in our congregation who got around by scooter. She visited us one day and did not say anything, just came and gave me a very long hug and a little statue of a hand with a child in the palm of it. The inscription said, See, I will not forget you. I have carved you on the palm of my hand. This person also reminded me of the story. It was again like Jesus was comforting me and hugging me. God was there every time I slowed down enough to be in awe of the earth and universe like the mind of a child. I felt that comforting presence every time when doing the farm chores, when I took the time to just stop and admire the sunset glowing in the horizon. It gave me such peace just watching it. There in each of my family members as we tried to move on and help each other in whatever ways we could. God was there after college when I didn't know if I would ever find a job in teaching. I got a job in a small Montessori elementary school. This theory of education was stating that we must observe the child and guide them to grow into the person he or she is, for each person has an important role in the universe. I did not see it then, but I think God, like a good teacher, was trying to reach me in a different way to give me the same message that the story Jesus Blesses the Little Children gave me when I was little. Listen to the children, love them, and guide them with love and compassion to help them see how they are a part of this universe, how they are loved and not alone. It gave me inspiration even though it was not through a specific church. As time went on, God was there, guiding me towards the person that was perfect for me to spend my life with and marry. God was there after many years of not thinking we'd be able to have a child, that we were then blessed with a beautiful little girl. God was there helping me when I finally started sorting through the buried emotions I had locked away so long ago. And God was there guiding me toward Oak Knoll, a church where I did not leave with feelings of sadness and loneliness, but with love and compassion. Jesus' words about the little children remind me that children and their feelings, as well as adults and their feelings, should be acknowledged and we should all support each other to try to clear our minds and live in the present moment, just like a child does. When we as adults start to worry about all the expectations and rules we in society put upon ourselves, we lose sight of what is really important in the present moment. Children are so good at living in the moment and seeing the love and good in the small things. We are all God's children, and God, everything and everyone in the universe, is there to guide and help us to clear our minds so that we can have faith by seeing life as a little child. 
The Knoll is a production of Oak Knoll Lutheran Church in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Pastor Jay Rudy, Senior Pastor. Music performed by Matt Sarar and produced by me, Stephen Murray. If you would like to learn more about Oak Knoll Lutheran Church, please visit us on the web at oklutheran.org or check out the live stream of our Sunday worship on YouTube every week at 9.30 Central. If you would like to share your story as part of the Knoll podcast, you can find information on how to get involved on our website. Thanks for listening, and God bless.